Welcome to my Steffi story time. It is about 10 minutes before uh, midnight on a Sunday night. A lot of you all do not have to go to work tomorrow, being that it is Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day and schools are out and certain things are closed. So I don't work, so it really don't matter, but I'm up uh, late. But I want to go ahead and get this out as a story time. Today, while listening um, to Reverend Dr. Freddie Haynes preach his message, he talked about in college, there was no evidence that he was there academically that semester. And I got a chuckle and a laugh out of that because there was no academic Evidence that I was there a couple of times in my short uh, college career. I'll tell anybody, and I've admitted it in spaces with gas from people who are not mature enough to be honest with themselves. But I didn't want to go to college uh, right after I graduated. I was made. My parents was like, you're going to college. And I started at the local community college, which was like 13th grade. Most of the people I had went to school with, uh, elementary school, uh, our sixth grades were sixth grade centers and then we went into junior high and some of them I had been with since elementary school some of them I knew from junior high all the way up to high school so I was good and sick of them by the time we got to what I looked at as 13th grade and I played around didn't have the best grades ended up on academic probation so I got the bright idea to transfer to go to a different community college in a different city just to kind of test the waters to see if I had what it takes. I kind of wanted to be at the university, but I was smart enough. So I transferred from here to TCC. So I transferred to Tallahassee where I had friends and there was way too much for me to get in there. That's really where there was no evidence that I was academically present. My grade point average was horrible the first semester there. One reason was that I couldn't stay out the moon on Wednesday nights knowing that I had morning classes on Thursday. And I ran with friends that were at FAM. In fact, one of my closest friends attended FAM. So you know where we were on the weekend. Down on Tennessee Street, at the moon, or up on FAM. We all the time, all the time. So I only gave it one semester and I came back home and I decided then that I didn't think college was for me, but that just gave me a chuckle. And it's funny that I'm saying this as a lot of colleges, this is the month for various homecomings, especially the HBCUs and y'all ain't getting no work done the week of homecoming. You not don't even play. Don't even play. Now, I will say with Morgan State and Southern, I need you to early vote. I need you to do that out there in Louisiana. But ain't no work getting done. And I believe FAM's um, homecoming is the week of Halloween. Yeah, I think it's uh, the week the week of, uh, ho- of Halloween. So I thought that that was funny. I will say to all my young people, try your best to be academically present and if you're serious about not going be man enough and woman enough to have that conversation with your parents don't waste their money I wasted my parents money first and my wasted mine second and by the time I started wasting mine I got a clue and um I ended up I feel like doing 
okay, uh, me not having a college degree has probably hindered me, but it's all in how you um, look at it. I did go back at 30. I went back at 30 and I had decent grades and I could do it. In fact, I was taking courses to become a paralegal and all of my professors were female black attorneys and they was pushing me that I could go to law school. They say in, in, in three years, I could be an attorney. I just didn't have the willpower to do it. And I had to drop out my last semester because I ended up moving home abruptly, fleeing a domestic violence uh, situation. So I left that whole situation up there and I just never did get back in. I tried to register here and it was giving me a lot of, and I was like, you know what? I don't, I I didn't want it bad enough. I, I did not want it bad enough so I could make excuses, but I went on to, um, I went into the military. I'm a military uh, veteran. I ended up with a job handling police reports in the sub-base police department in Groton, Connecticut. I was stationed there for three years. They were offering short contracts, so that's what I took, and I was able to go ahead and get out at the end of that uh, enlistment. But that was an important job, and they said for a seaman, and I just got picked. They came down in my department one day and looked at me and said, you, upstairs. And I did that job uh, while I was there. And it was processing all the, at the time, incident uh, reports. Anything that happened on the base, I knew about it. And I had to attend captain's mass with people, send out debarment letters that we were borrowing you from the base um, and all kinds of other stuff. So I did that uh, once I left the military, pulled some temp assignments. When I got to Detroit, I worked for Pitney Bowles and they had the mail contract with GM. So I was the mail code coordinator, meaning that I generated and created mail codes uh, down on the towers that you see on TV in the red saying the employees get their mail. It's their tower, their cubicle, and the floor number. And it's a code that's, that was generated. So, um, I did that. I was employed with them for six years and GM decided not to renew the contract and I lost my job to downsizing. I ended up when I came back home at the public library and I ended up dual hats. I was a library assistant. I wasn't a full-fledged librarian because I didn't go to MLS. Uh, I didn't have an MLS degree. And I was a library assistant and I also worked in a literacy department, but I did uh, ESL, English as a Second Language classes, beginner, intermediate and advanced students. I could do all three. And I also had a very successful citizenship prep class, which got you ready to take the citizenship class, the, the citizenship uh, test. And I had almost 100% success rate. And more recently, I can't tell you the nonprofit that I worked uh, for, but I worked in conjunction with the nonprofit. And one day I'll be able to tell you, but not right now. But yeah, I work for them and I pretty much handle uh, calls as far as pairing people with uh, resources in the community. So like I said, um, I think I did pretty good with no degree. Um, it's just the area of the country that I live in. 
and we have no, the pay isn't good. The, the pay isn't good. You know, I told somebody, I said, well, I haven't had a career. I've had a series of jobs. And, you know, that gets to be kind of embarrassing, but it's nothing I can do about it at this point. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really nothing. I, I don't have a desire to go back to school and I don't need a degree to complete me. And I was very turned off. I don't dog anybody with doctor in front of their name or letters behind their name. I don't because you worked your ass off for that. I know it. But I hate when people act like that those are the only people that matter in the room. And that's what happened with the second director that I worked under at the library. If you didn't have an MLS, she didn't even want to deal with you. And I felt like that was ridiculous. So that was my story time tonight. Keep going, keep plugging, keep pushing for you youngsters. And if it's really not what you want, say and do that. And you could pivot and do something else. You're young. You have your whole life ahead of you. You don't have to be on nobody's strict time limit. By this age, I got to do this, this, and this. Sometimes it's good to take a break. Sometimes it's good to take the gap year. The world is truly your oyster. Know that and keep up to that. So that was my story time. You know, my night closing is shorter than my day closing. God willing, the creek don't rise. I'll catch you on the other side. Peace.